contemplate the workings of the inner being. Your eyes are wide open, but are you really seeing? What up, What's everybody? Up? I'm Ta. <laughs> I'm Cole. We are Ta, Ta Cole, Cole, and this is Mentor, Mentor in, in the, the mirror. mirror. And today we're going to talk about relationship constructs and boundaries. Boundaries. Boundaries are such an interesting thing because we're not taught about them. And people are constantly trying to protect each other from their own boundaries or crossing someone else's boundaries when you don't even know where the boundary line is. So it's a guessing game. So let me give you a little context of what inspired us to talk about this today. On my personal Facebook feed, um, uh, I noticed, you know, I say I love you to everybody because I love people. And I noticed that you know, over the course of the last few years, I've noticed that whenever I say I love you, to a woman or I compliment a woman, they say, I love you both. Or they say, I love you and Cole. Or they say, your wife is, so, if I say, oh, you're beautiful, they'll be like, your wife is so beautiful. And it's it's so interesting that there's this, 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 uh, this need to show that they have no interest in me in, 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 a, in a kind of way without Cole. And so I put a post up that, and, and it sparked off this whole, uh, this whole conversation in regards to why people are doing it out of respect and all of this stuff. So we started to talk about this on our own. So we decided to bring it to y'all. The thing that, though I appreciate people's desire to show respect or to honor me or honor the relationship, the sentiment is appreciated. Where I see the issue with this is, is what we're still not looking at and addressing is honesty and how amazing it is to be fully free the way that we are and to express things and trusting our ability to communicate and express things. So for me, as I've read through some of the string and some of the things that Ta has shared with me, it was so fascinating because how I see it is if someone wants to tell Ta that they love him and they're concerned about my feelings, having the freedom to ask Ta like, hey, I really would love to just say I love you and respond in that way. I'm just not sure how your wife would react. So could you clue me in or, you know, get me on board with how I can show you or tell you that I love you in a way that's non-threatening, you know, and actually giving, not predetermining what works for me, because that's part of the problem to begin with is we're always making assumptions on what other people are feeling or what's appropriate or inappropriate, which generally leads to more confusion in what is appropriate and what's inappropriate. Right. There's this unspoken truth in regards to how you should uh, address another person's relationship. And the thing is, people are doing this without asking me what I determine and what Cole determines respect is. And the, the closest thing I can I can bring it to is Cole always uses this, uh, you, you, Cole, I'm speaking like you're not even here. <laughs> You use this example all the time and it's like, you know, if you bring a vegan person a steak and give it to them. Uh, it could be the best steak in the whole world. And you don't know they're vegan and they're like, well, you know, I don't want this or, you know, I, hey, I'm vegan. And, and the other person's like, okay, well, I didn't know. So here, still take the steak anyway. This was an expensive it's, steak. It's an, it's an expensive steak. Tons it's of this, people would die for this and it, love this. It's the same thing. Like, you know, you don't know our relationship dynamics. So to come in with an assumption that your relationship style or relationship dynamics will be applicable to mine because quote unquote society uh, says it's that way is is a form of dysfunction. And we, we have this happen all the time where 
family members, business partners have this unspoken truth. And then there's tension, there's drama, and there's all kinds of other stuff because people are not understanding each other. Well, and the truth is it's pressing on the same issue of consent. I'm not given the opportunity to even speak for myself or to speak through Ta. He knows my truth because I communicate it to him. So I've taken on a new stand besides self-honesty on radical consent, where I ask people's consent for things before I hug someone in public. Are you a hugger? Can I hug you? Are you open for a hug? And not assuming that anyone functions the way that I do, because that is what gets us grossly over or underestimated with people, expectations, places, situations. And so for us, we're actually taking someone's power away and protecting them from creating or maintaining their own boundaries. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, if it, even with compliments, it goes down to that space. I ask people, how are you with receiving compliments or criticism for that matter. So that if a person is like, I'm, I'm not into receiving compliments or I'm not into receiving criticism, they, they, I, I've helped them establish a boundary with me so that I don't overstep because I don't know. And, and for me to step into a space and assume something causes issues. It can cause a lot of judgment. It can cause people to, to spin off into space and create weird ideas about situations to hide. and to hide. And it becomes a disruption in the body and it doesn't allow a person to relax. So when, when we have these ideas of how relationships are supposed to be based off of uh, patterns we've seen from other people and parents and old relationships that we've had of yesteryear, and we apply it to some a new relationship or somebody else's relationship without actually checking in with another person, mm -hmm. it causes a disruption. And that's why it's not just about um, jealousy or, you know, the relationship constructs. It's looking at it from the perspective of every relationship you're in, you craft and you co-create. You ask each other, where are the boundaries? That includes friendships too. When someone does show a boundary with me, I honor that, right? I'm like, thank you for letting me know where the line is. So it could, because it's not my intention to hurt you, to, you know, whatever, that if I know where the line is, I know how to bring issues, concerns, or even love in a way that can be received. Because just like everyone's not touchy-touchy-feely, not everyone is like, I don't appreciate everyone lumping me and Ta together because personally, some of the people that love Ta, I don't really feel that connected to. So for them to be like, Ann Cole, I'm like, oh, I don't want your love, right? Because I'm kind of, I'm a little bit more like hermogeny um, with my love than Ta is. Like he's very like, I love everyone. I do. And it's also because Ta is so, uh, likes to be proximal with people and he's more huggy, people assume we're the same and they'll hug him and then they'll come to me and I'm not in a huggy mood. And so I have to be like, I'll stick my hand out like, hey, nice to meet you, because we are not the same person. Right. So even to assume that you sending your love to Taz, sending us to us both, what if I don't want it? And I mean that in the most loving way possible, but you're not actually giving me a choice in the dynamic of the relationship right. either. Right. And when these, when this lack of choice comes up, it can cause tension in the body. And this is one of the reasons where this is the main reason we're bringing this up is because this actually causes tension in people. It causes tension in the body. And when, when I, when I know somebody is guarding themselves to protect Cole, right? Oh yeah, I love you and Cole. Cole's not here. I didn't say anything about Cole loving you. Um, you know, I, it's, it's always, I've never really spoken about it. It's just a curiosity that I have that people have to buffer. And whenever you're buffering something, 
you're actually softening the walls so that there's less of an impact. Buffers always lessen an impact. So uh, I had somebody on that same string on Facebook say something about, well, why can't we love both of you with with uh, with great intensity? I said, you can. And w where is the necessity to buffer it when I tell you that I love you, that you say, oh, I love you and Cole. There's it's, also... It's like, and, and then when I said, you know, hey, what if I told you, hey, I love you and your mom? What does that have to do with anything? Well, I feel like that's where we start to lose the sovereignty of being individual people, actually, because I think that there's also a time and a place to be able to honor one person. Right. Like the amount of times we have someone say, well, I told Ta, I'm like, we are, we're not actually the same living organism. <laughs> I know we're really close. I know we talk about a lot. I know we hang out 23 hours a day. Uh, we are still individual beings having an individual experience together. Yeah. And, and that's something I find all the time. You know, well, I told Cole and I'm like, well, I'm not Cole. You know, we, you know, we are partners and we live together and, and you know, whatever, you, you know, this marriage situation is that that's all gravy. And could you have told me that you wanted this with me because you wanted to tell me I, you can't, she's another human being anyway. So, I mean, that's the thing. And, and, and getting into that space of, of being able to create your own boundaries, allow somebody else to create their own boundaries with, with situations is important so that a person can feel safe, so that they can maximize everything that they're doing in life. I know when I don't feel safe, it's hard for me to really relax and see everything that's going on around me. Uh, everything that's going on with my business, everything that's going on with my personal life with, with you, Cole, mm -hmm. everything that's going on if, if I'm in a place where I don't feel safe. So if, uh, if, my if I don't have boundaries set up, it becomes problematic. So we're encouraging people to be able to set up those boundaries. And in every area of life. Every like if you're not doing it in your personal life, <laughs> are you doing it in your professional life? Because most likely you're still either padding or, you know, your boundaries aren't clear to other people and they're constantly crossing them and you're constantly getting disrupted, which is impacting your scalability because nobody knows how to behave around you because you're not clearly communicating your boundaries right. either. And and it's not just about your boundaries. It's about checking in on mm -hmm. the other person's boundaries because if the other person doesn't feel safe, you're not going to be able to have the depth of connection and intimacy that's necessary for your interpersonal relationships and for your business relationships. If you don't check in, if somebody comes in the room and you're hugging everybody and somebody doesn't want to hug and they give that that tight shoulder, shoulder in your chest hug type of situation. So you force yourself, so you force yourself <laughs> on in, them. <laughs> you think that they're going to be safe with you? They're not. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, checking in, hey, you know, I hug. Do you hug? You know, hey, I this, do you that? Hey, make, let me check in to make sure that this is this is functional for you. Hey, you know, uh, I usually kiss people on the cheek. Is it cool if I kiss your wife on the cheek when she comes in and I meet her? You know, these things are, are so important for you to just ask. And it doesn't hurt to ask. A person can be like, that's a weird question. And they can still answer it mm -hmm. for you. So it doesn't matter if they've heard it or not. It's time for us, if we're going to be shifting this world, then let's shift this world and let's be about it. It is about a, it's an empowerment. When you give someone the option to choose, you're giving them the opportunity to say no. And that's a something we are not taught, which to me, that's the core issue with sexual assaults and things that happen in particular in high school. We're not taught how to create our own boundaries because from the time of childhood, we're told you can do that. You can't do that. This is the way it is. That's the way it needs to be because religion dictates, our family dictates, our government dictates. So we, we are not taught about personal 
boundaries. You know, that was a lot of the shame for, for my experience with sexual thing, you know, stuff that happened from eight to 12 that I never learned what personal boundaries were and I knew what was wrong in what the religion said boundaries were. And that threw me, I mean, honestly, that is what led to all my drug abuse as a teenager and ultimately why I got violently raped two more times because there was, I didn't know what boundaries were. I didn't know how to exert them. I didn't know, you know, so I put myself in very unsafe situations where then I was physically overpowered, you know, further disempowering myself. So when I talk about consent, I take it very seriously. So yes, I appreciate the sentiment of respect. I do. I get where it's coming from. And consider a level of honesty where you actually give someone the power to choose because it is not your decision. Right. And, you know, on the flip side of that, to, to your point about not being taught boundaries, if we're not taught boundaries, how can we anticipate that somebody else has boundaries? We don't know what another person's boundaries mm-hmm. are. We assume boundaries based, uh, the limited boundaries that we know based off of what we've been taught and told, not what another person is, is, is actually experiencing. And none of us, I don't know one person who can read minds and I know I can't, and although some people believe that I can, uh, I cannot read minds. And I, I have yet to meet one person that can. And until we can do that, we can't know what another person's boundaries are. So it's really important for us to express our own boundaries and to be able to ask what another person's boundaries are. Giving each other our power back is one of the most amazing gifts you can give to someone is the opportunity to grow, the opportunity to define, the opportunity to find safety because they know where their walls and boundaries are. We go through this quest of thinking we need to tear all the walls down and that's not the case. It's where is the position of the wall and what's the function of it? Because we find ourselves in environments sometimes as humans, as clients, as businesses, where walls are necessary to protect. It's getting to a point of being able to you know, with one of the things we teach the most in having your life team, is this wall still functional or is it time for the wall to get down, you know, be torn down? Is it time to move it? Because when you ask someone these kinds of questions, when you at your job, at your business, help people to define their own, they get a greater level of safety, which which helps them to not only relax, but their cognition goes up, their creativity comes back online, and you will see exceedingly higher performance and numbers from people that feel safe. That's why we call it the eight-figure takeover makeover. It's time for making over some of the old ideas that were lacking boundaries, that some walls that need to come down because it's time. This way of functioning is under assumption and it's under your own experience and you're taking someone else's power away. And unfortunately, this is a tradition. This lack of boundary is tradition. And uh, as Malku, one of our most uh, awesome mentors in Peru says, tradition is a prison. And when you're locked in a prison and you don't know you're in a prison, it's really hard to get out. So now that you know tradition can be a prison, what are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Are you going to lean away from it? Are you going to lean further into it and use it as an excuse to be disempowered? And we are interested in shifting things and changing things up and showing people how to be empowered, empowered in their business space, empowered in their personal life and empowered in themselves. So we are offering, uh, any information that we can possibly render to you about how to empower yourself. And the best person to check on that self-empowerment is the person in the mirror. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. That mentor is in the mirror each and every time. You know all the answers. You may not be able to remember them right now. So we are doing our best to remind you. And if you have something that you can remind us of, we are so open to it. We are open to volley back and forth in the mirror with you and with ourselves. And if you completely disagree with us, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. We would love to hear your mm -hmm. take on it because we never assume we are the end-all, be-all, know-it-all. Nope. We love new perspectives. I love changing my perspective I love because that's an opportunity to see more, to broaden what my current perceptual lens can see and can witness and can grow through. So even if you're like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, I think that we need to respect each other. Man, let's talk about yeah, it. Come on talk. the show. Let's, let's talk it. through it because we're not afraid of honest communication with other humans. We don't have to agree. And we're not afraid of people having a different perspective. Mm -mm. This is what is the, the, the vast richness of humanity is that we're all different. And if we box ourselves into uniforms and, and have to process ourselves like an assembly line, it, it takes the magic away from our existence. So, you know, having morals and scruples and traditions and all of that stuff is nice. And what is it doing to the individual? If it's disempowering the individual, it's dysfunctional for all of us. And you can honor tradition without being imprisoned by it, without being governed by it. So it, it's something to consider as you walk through the day when you make assumptions of, I don't want to make them uncomfortable. I don't want to hurt their feelings. I know this is going to hurt their feelings. Then find a new way to say it. See it as a curiosity or a game. Can I find a new way to communicate because I'm consciously aware that I'm working to communicate something to someone or I'm aware that I don't want to offend someone's spouse or partner? What would happen if I, if I claim that they're my friend, right? Because I'm saying I love you. There's clearly some dialogue and relationship there. Am I brave enough to, to send a message like, hey, so I really, I'm, an, I'm a hugger, I love you, touchy-feely kind of person. I just don't want to upset or ever offend your wife. It's never my intentions. How could I, you know, what's the best way? Like what, what's the most functional way for me to be able to communicate that? And put yourself out there. You know, and sometimes it's not going to be received the way that you hope. And you just take that, you learn from it, you adjust. And with someone else, it does. You know, this is also how we are able to see who can really mess with us. You know, who's really looking to dive deeper into all this stuff because we don't need to agree. And I love being able to see someone else's perspective while disagreeing for myself. Love it. Awesome. So thank you for joining us as always. If you love this, and I know you do, please rate us with five stars. Rate, review, subscribe, share, tag a friend. If you have a friend that especially talks about relationship dynamics, tag them, send it to them, and be like, what do you think about this? Yeah. Because we, we, we love it, man. We are not here to have comfortable conversation, and we love you. We're here for all of it. I love you. <laughs> and I love you. And you can say, I love you, Ta. And you can say, I don't love you, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> and you can say, I love you, Cole. And you can say, I love you both and all of that. And you, you can, can say, say, I don't love either one of you. I love Henry. <laughs> or Cupcake. Yes. And, and you can say whatever you want. It's welcomed here. And if we feel a way about it, we'll talk to you about it. We'll have a dialogue. And there's some uncomfortable conversations that are coming up for us uh, real soon with some people True. That, that, uh, that we're looking forward to because that's how we get resolved by having uncomfortable conversations. So... Uh, 
it thanks for listening please uh review rate subscribe you can always go to the website mentor in the mirror podcast dot com check the past episodes or um i was gonna say ascribe to itunes uh, to itunes <laughs> and join the party on facebook <laughs> subscribe man. on itunes spotify we love you so much be, be free, free.